Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Cleveland. This is Alex Hoffman from the Too Much Epping Perspective podcast, and welcome to Quick Taps. Short episodes with short stories for short attention spans. Our theme today is Mamas and the Papas, Spinal Tap moments that involved other people's parents. Our first story comes from Emmy-nominated writer from The Daily Show, Josh Johnson, whose stand-up special, Up Here Killing Myself, came out earlier this year on Peacock. In this story, Josh tells us about the time he watched another comedian nearly get mamified during his set. This guy went up. He had never done stand-up before. He got there super early, maybe like two hours early, and even had a few drinks, I guess, to give himself courage. And so he wasn't slurring. He wasn't like ridiculously drunk, but he wasn't great. He was a little off. So when his jokes aren't working, he just kind of starts roasting people in the audience, which is working. It wasn't really that mean or anything. It was just like obvious observations of just what people looked like or what they were wearing or something. And so this is all happening really quickly because he only has about six to eight minutes to go up. He finally gets to this lady in the middle of the audience and just starts going in on her heart. <laughs> Everything he's saying is insane. She has a couple of laughs at the first like two cracks she laughs and then she just starts to get real serious. And he was like, uh, and, and your your hair and just like ev- everything about her top to bottom. And then finally she heckles him because now he's been on her for like maybe two full minutes, which doesn't seem like a long time. But when you're insulting somebody, it's forever. And she was like, watch your mouth. Don't forget who your ride is. And we all just sort of stopped and stared because it turned out to be his mom. And so we were like, it's your first time going up. Why would you roast your mom? That's going to be a quiet ride home. That's crazy. Our next story comes from Cole Cameron Green and Kristen Slip of the band Meadows, whose album Light Moves Around You was released in 2023. Cole and Kristen tell us about the time they went to buy a keyboard, but nearly bought the farm instead. So we were using a very specific small Casio keyboard. It was crucial to the set. It, being old and small, broke easily. And so we're on the road, it broke. And we're like, nobody's going to be able to fix this. Let's get on Craigslist and see if we can find one. Sure enough, we found somebody, a small keyboard enthusiast, and had nine small keyboards that he was trying to get rid of for like 150 bucks. 
And so, you know, we connected with the guy and we're like, okay, we'll meet you at your place tomorrow morning. We're in a van with a trailer, six of us, shabby looking folks. But we pull up and it's this big colonial looking house. And I was like, the person who lives here collects weird toy keyboards from the 80s. Like, that's funny. We're like, maybe just a couple of us should go in. But then we were like, maybe one person person. stay behind. So five of the six of us (laughs) march up the steps. And we're met by this... Teenager. He's a teenager. He's a teenager. And he... Definitely. You know, we look like creative musicians. And he is psyched. This is my people. They want small, esoteric keyboards, some of which are circuit bent. And so he's like, oh, come in, come in, come in. He shows us the keyboards, and then we see that also he's got a bunch of other keyboards strewn around. He's like telling us about what he's done to all the keyboards, and we're playing them. And we're just kind of hanging out. The most polite one of us. Christopher. He's like, hey, man, um, do you mind if I use your bathroom? And the boy was like, yeah, sure. No problem. It's upstairs. So he goes upstairs. He goes into the first bathroom he finds. And as he comes out. We can see like him up on the landing. And this woman comes out of the door next to him. And she's wearing a two-piece bright pink satin skirt and almost tube toppy thing. What? Yeah. I don't remember this part. I remember this. What I remember was a blood curdling scream. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? Would just like scream. And so we looked at this, the kid and his face went ashen. Christopher races down the stairs, like freaked out. And he's also just like so scared. He was like, <laughs> oh my God, what have I done? What have I done? And well, he then was like, I'm, so, this I'm, man, so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This man comes out of the kitchen and he's like, what the fuck is going Big on? Big man. You think you can come around here and steal from us? What are you doing? Immediately, the kid went from our friend to. What are you guys doing? Like, okay, so these were his parents, we assume? The kid starts acting like we are trespassing. Instead of being like, mom and dad, I'm selling these people some keyboards. He was like, you guys gotta get out of here. We needed the keyboards, but we hadn't paid him or anything yet. So (laughs) one of us just takes out the money. He said, here, man. We grab the keyboard and we run out. Run. Because these people were scary and cracked, potentially Something cracked. was off. So then there's like five of us running on this icy driveway with like small pink <laughs> We're all carrying, We're all carrying like two like, keyboards a piece. Like. <laughs> and yelling at Alec to start the fucking car. Just, and we got we, the it was fuck just, out of there. Yeah, we left. And... All of those keyboards were super dope. Yeah.
And our final story comes from Rolling Stone's 1994 Songwriter of the Year, Freddy Johnston, who recently released an album on Barn on Records entitled Back on the Road to You. Freddy tells us about the time someone else's mom helped him get his guitars back. When I was just starting out in Hoboken, I was living in a ground floor apartment. But I came home one morning, I was staying over my girlfriend's, and my door was open. And I had five guitars, four guitars and a bass, and th- that's all that was gone. I had a stereo, you know, and other stuff. The Hoboken police came, and they're like, you know, good luck on this. These things are probably, they're probably gone, you know, forget about it. Because I ran into a friend of mine, Mike said like, Freddie, just make a flyer with photos of those guitars, give it a number for an anonymous tip, and see what happens. I got a call. Hello, are you the guy whose guitars were stolen? I'm like, yes. I know who has them. It's Danny at Vito's Deli. Click. And so I called the detectives. They're like, oh. Now, names have been changed to protect the uh, mentally compromised. But uh, anyway, Danny was known to the police. So they go to the deli, like, yeah, give me a eggplant parmesan. And uh, you, you got any guitars, Danny? And he's like, no, no. They're like, okay, you sure? So, yeah. So what they did, they went over to see Danny's mother. And they knew that this was going to result in me being unable to press charges. But they were going to get my stuff. They sat there and they told Danny's mother what happened. And he came home and saw the cops sitting there. And she said, you got something to tell me? And he burst into tears. He was like 18. Burst into tears, walked into his bedroom and brought out four of my five guitars. And it was a beautiful thing to hear that because they were like, that kid's going to get more punishment than we could give him. <laughs> wow. I wonder if that guy's mom grounded him for three to five years without the possibility of parole. Thanks for listening to today's Quick Tap. Please follow us on Instagram and rate and review the TMEP show on Apple Podcasts. Tune in next week when my co-host Alan Keller and I return for more Spinal Tap moments on Too Much Effing Perspective. Although it would be as great as having armadillos in our trousers, this podcast is not affiliated with This Is Spinal Tap and no person or entity connected with the film has sponsored or endorsed its content. This podcast is not affiliated, sponsored, or licensed by Authorized Spinal Tap LLC or Century of Progress Productions. Too Much Effing Perspective is a Milwaukee Talkies original. Hey you, do you have any plans this year? Ha! How's that going? Do you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at Tuesday. 020-D.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. Evergreen Podcast Network.